0: what's up everyone this is angelo coming at you with episode 221 of spinning thoughts my special guest this episode is deanna from sincere engineer they just dropped their brand new album bless my psyche on september the 10th via hopeless records if you like this kind of content make sure you give it a like if you're new here at spinning thoughts go ahead and subscribe with all the notifications so you never miss a thing We're going to talk to Deanna about this new album, Bless My Psyche. We're going to dive into some of the nuance of what it's like being a band right now during this pandemic, trying to release new music. We're going to talk about the upcoming tour as special guests on Hot Mulligan's run with Super American and Prince Daddy and the Hyena. That's going to be an epic tour. And it's kind of been in the making. Seemingly forever, this tour was supposed to support the last two releases from Hot Mulligan, but as we all know, the pandemic has just not wanted it to happen, but it looks like it's going to November the 11th through December the 18th. Again, Hot Mulligan, Sincere Engineer, Super American, and Prince Daddy and the Hyena. We're also going to talk to Deanna about their approach creatively to music videos. There's a lot of visual elements on this new album bless my psyche we're going to talk about all of that and more without any further ado let's dive into my conversation with deanna from sincere engineer i am very excited for my guest here today they just dropped a brand new album on september the 10th so it is fresh and ready to be listened to everybody give a warm podcast welcome to Deanna from sincere engineer Deanna how's it
1: going good how are you
0: good good I know that uh right now is a crazy time for you because as I just mentioned the band dropped the brand new album bless my psyche on September the 10th via hopeless records I kind of want to just get your uh, initial just reactions and excitement from all of this madness that leads up to releasing an album and now it being out there. Like, how are you feeling?
1: Um, I'm exhausted at the moment just cause we had the release show on Friday. Um, and it was a lot of socializing after not doing that for so long. <laughs> um, but I was super excited. I think it's going well. Um, this like record rollout has been almost a year long cause we like kind of strung it out so we could tour on the record closer to so it's been like a long time coming and I'm like super glad it's out now so
0: yeah I I feel like a lot of artists and bands can relate to you know just this timeline that has seemingly gone on forever for so many different things from uh, album releases to tours which I think you know is part of a tour package that you're on here in November and we'll talk about that in a little bit Uh, you mentioned the album release was on Friday can you give me just a little bit of uh, insight as to you know what that was about how it went
1: it was uh, at cobra lounge here in chicago like hometown show um was super awesome lots of friends were there um we all had a blast uh we had like our friends bands uh open for us so it
0: was a who, good time who what who were the bands that opened
1: um foresight annabelle and canadian rifle
0: nice very cool
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome so it's i'm sure it felt great to get back up on stage i don't know if that was the first time in a while for you
1: yeah um we played like a couple before but uh this was the one that i was like most worried about and like freaking out so
0: absolutely yeah. so uh diana talk to me a little bit about this timeline i know that time seems to be like just the weirdest thing anymore but to the best of your ability from like writing this album recording it like how much of a span of time are we talking here
1: like four years wow which is okay crazy. yeah the first record came out in 2017 um And then, like, because of the pandemic, that added, like, a year that I didn't expect. And um, I was, like, starting, I did this, like, on my own at first. So I was, like, like touring solo, and I still have a full-time job, um, and trying to write, like, a record uh, was a lot of stuff to juggle. But, um, so, yeah, like, these songs span from, like, the end of the last record to um, the most recent one I wrote was, like, Right when we came home from tour, because we were out um, in March of 2020, uh, we had to, like, leave tour because of the pandemic. Um, so, yeah, a lot of time, but.
0: Long time coming for sure. And it correct me if I'm <clears throat> wrong, is this the first release via Hopeless Records for you?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, that that was part of it, too. Like, signing with them took a little longer than expected, like, with all the, um, you know, contract stuff. Um, so,
0: when did those conversations really start happening I, um and and when was the announcement? if you can remember i know again yeah. time is crazy but when was <laughs> that sure. announcement uh, official with hopeless uh,
1: i started talking to them in november of 2019 and the uh, first announcement and first single that came out was october 2020 so oh wow yeah i mean it's literally almost a year before the record came out so
0: yeah, one of the things I've learned the most, um, there's a lot of things I've learned from talking to bands and artists, but like patience seems to be the thing that for sure that, that bands and artists have to deal with the most. It's just the most recurring theme that I hear about, especially with the climate of things that we're living in today. Are you would you say you're typically a patient person? Uh,
1: yeah, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm not, but, yeah, so yeah. this
0: sounds like torture.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was like, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It just, it went by so fast. And like, um, yeah, we put out the first song and I wanted it all out, but it was like, yeah, we got to like, you know, I got a lot of opinions on when a good, like a good time to put it out in an unprecedented
0: pandemic. Right. Um, I'm, oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that those conversations <laughs> are ongoing for everybody who's you know, still trying to navigate these murky waters. But yeah. to continue on this topic of hopeless. So I, I know for me, at least, they're one of my favorite labels out there. Totally. So many others of people who I interact with through Spinning Thoughts. We have over 12 contributors here. I know hopeless is just a recurring label that we always talk about. What's it just been like personally for you to have this evolution in your music and to have something like a hopeless records supporting it
1: oh it's been awesome they're super supportive um they all like text me like periodically check in on me um they you know give me a lot of freedom to like you know make decisions and stuff um and I, i don't know they're really awesome to work with um I'm like I want to meet them all because it's it's kind of weird to like have a relationship like a working relationship with people like across the country, um, like coming off of Red Scare Records for the first album that, that was like a that like Toby Jag runs it he's like a friend of mine, so like you know it was easier to like I could like run over to his apartment or whatever and talk to him, um, so it's like different but they're super awesome.
0: It, it's been so impressive just seeing how different relationships in the music industry have worked with the distance and, and how, I, I mean, we've just had to kind of make it work, I guess. Yeah, but there, for sure. For sure. There's, there's so many labels that haven't met all their artists, press teams and stuff. And I'm starting to see this a little bit on social media of like these gatherings of people meeting for the first time. And yeah. it's, it's got to be crazy just because you you get to know people from such a far distance.
1: Right. And, and then you're yeah, right totally. up against them. It's just so. like, it's, it's like no longer like, you know, s- small DIY sort of thing it's cool i'm not like complaining it's just it's like funny it's like you know i talk to these people every day and yeah. i haven't met them yet in person but it's yeah.
0: cool that's it's awesome i mean i'm for me i've played in bands before i mean hopeless records what a dream that's got to be so awesome congratulations on all that <laughs> thank I, you so I'm much i'm a big fan of the album and i didn't mention it while we were taping so i had to <laughs> had to throw that in there um now and i don't want to harp anymore other than i guess maybe this question on the dynamic of being a band in the pandemic i feel like it's you know it's still ongoing so there's some value in talking about it um yeah you know what, what was it like recording i mean were you at what studio were you at like where did you go to record this and like what was it like to actually have to go and record during this was it canceled like was there a lot of like gaps in oh, between
1: yeah it was uh well first like we couldn't get into a studio for a couple months that added to a lot of that time too um, and then we we all kind of did our parts separately so that we could be like distance and keep it like minimal people. Um, I did like all my stuff kind of earlier at um, my drummer and my producer, like owned a studio together called Type One here in Chicago. Um, so I did like all my stuff there. Um, and then we did drums and bass at a studio called Narwhal in Chicago. Um, and then I did vocals down in Kansas City where my producer Matt Jordan lives um and it's called b24 studios i believe so it was like a lot of like let's get this part done let's get this part done and keep it like minimal distanced obviously um it was super weird we didn't get to have like a party at the end of it and like celebrate being done it was just like a text that was like oh the record's <laughs> done so
0: oh man yeah that's anticlimactic if i've ever yeah, heard it right
1: for sure but we made up for it this weekend that's why i'm partly exhausted because we uh the release show we like Got a cake and, uh, you know, did some shots.
0: (laughs) Well-deserved. Well-deserved all around. Yeah. Now, a little bit more specific on the writing. From what I understand, Sincere Engineer kind of was just you, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. From reading a few things, it seems like kind of not even necessarily to your own idea, but happily received, you know, with your debut album, it was mm-hmm. going to be like full band. Am I correct on that assessment? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I would just assume that you probably are used to writing songs and fleshing them out on your own. But mm-hmm. what's it been like having to write an album with a full band? What is your process? Is it still you at the very beginning fleshing it all out? Or what's that dynamic like?
1: It's still uh, very similar. Like I write all the songs and like do most of the like, I, I don't know, like play guitar and, sing and stuff and then i have demos and then i show my producer and he kind of like um helps me with like the arrangement if it needs like work or something and then we make like full band demos and then we uh show my bandmates and uh they add their ideas to it and then we go record the the real thing um so yeah it's it's very similar to the first time around but um i actually didn't even know my bandmates when we made the first one or I met them like during the process of it. It's, it's like mostly me and Matt, and uh, my bass is Kyle, or sorry, my guitarist Kyle, who played bass on the first record. Um, so it's been a very weird setup, but I don't know.
0: M- music is beautiful for a lot of different reasons, <laughs> but I think that it, it just, it brings, it can easily bring people together, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. In a I mean, way yeah, that is so I, unique, okay, right? What'd you say? Uh, in a way that's just so unique, like where there's these people coming together, in your case, you know, to make right. music, not really even knowing each other, but the end product sounds cohesive as hell, <laughs> you know?
1: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I, like I said, I didn't know them. And then we practiced for the release show last, uh, for the first record. Um, and then we toured a bunch together. And now they're like my best friends. So
0: it's, it's- yeah. It's amazing, awesome. <laughs> and that again—that's just that's the power of music, and and that's why you see these communities within the music scene that that come together because of just I think that beauty and that power. So yeah, um, totally. It's kind of like your story a little bit. It seems like <laughs> um, now, Deanna, what song off of the record would you say has pushed you the most as an artist? Is there one in particular that stands out?
1: Um. Yeah, I think like Recluse in the Making is the like the weird one. It's like more poppy and. There's, like, barely any guitar on it. Um, And it's, like, super vulnerable and uh, probably the most personal song I've written. So we just played it, like, on Friday. And it was kind of, like, a lot for me to, like, be, like, talking about this or, like, you know, singing the words. Um, But I don't know. It's also my favorite, though. So, you know. (laughs) Uh,
0: Tyra, who wrote our review, and everybody can check that out on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. I want to say that that was her favorite song but i could be wrong to me it stands out um and i love the music video for it as well which you know we'll we'll talk about the music videos here in a minute um similar question is there a song that you're seeing in the short amount of time that this album has now been out which is at the time this taping two days yeah are you seeing any song in particular that fans are connecting to or engaging with that maybe you didn't expect
1: yeah um hurricane of misery which like is like kind of like it's not like a joke song but i definitely like um it was like a little bit of a risk because it's kind of goofy and like it it's about like throwing up is what i keep saying um but people are like that's the one that people are tagging in their like instagram stories and stuff and i was like oh that's interesting i wasn't expecting that <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> um, you got you gotta love it. Um, the the things that people will connect with is again the power of music. I suppose. Yeah, totally. Now uh, I mentioned uh, Recluse in the Making is uh, I think it's one of it's one of my favorites off the album. It's my favorite music video that I've I've seen out of the lot. Now I think there's four music videos that are currently off of this album, if I'm correct. Uh, Trust me, coming in last, Recluse in the Making and Out of Reach. Am I missing any?
1: Tourniquet the. <laughs> The cartoon one or the animation one.
0: Oh, geez, I gotta check that one out then. Okay, um, so
1: yeah, yeah there are like five singles from the record. Most of it was out by the time the record actually came out. So,
0: got it. So th- there's five then. Five uh, out of the eleven tracks have a visual element to it, which I think yeah. is fantastic. Uh, you have this really awesome like consistency in your creativity and kind of like your authenticity obviously the visuals will be like that because there's the immense amount of authenticity in your lyrics and everything but can you talk to me just personally what the importance to you of creating music videos to complement your songs and and maybe any kind of approach that you have to this process
1: sure um so like for the first one with the like the bird the fake bird and uh the biking on the, with the pizza and stuff that was just like uh i was just toying with a bunch of ideas like i always keep a list of stuff that we could do for videos and stuff and um that's the one that stuck for that one um but like in the past i've made like our our own videos like with my phone and just like you know minimal uh budget production sort of deal but uh so i i knew like signing the hopeless i wanted to like stick to that and make like a do-it-myself sort of video, um, and that's why I picked that one first. And then um, since they uh, they did give me a little bit of a budget, I used that for um, the animation and the um, out-of-reach one to make, like, real videos, and then I went back to, like, my old ways of doing, like, some more DIY stuff, like that Sims video I just played. I made all of us and then played Sims for, like, 20 hours and screen recorded all of it and then, like, fit it to the music. So, you know. <laughs>
0: That that is awesome. I mean, I wanted to ask: Is that literally how the approach went with that video? Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. I mean,
1: yeah, I I like that. It kind of fit like the um, the story of that song, where it's like you don't have much like free time if you have like a like a job and like responsibilities and stuff, and it's like depressing because you want to like create stuff or do what you want, and you know you're so exhausted by the end of the day you don't have like time. Um, And that game is really, like, I had to stop playing it when I was, like, younger because it's super fun, but you're, like, I'm, like, playing a game that's, like, just living and it's, like, I could just go, like, (laughs) actually live. So, I don't know. It was, like, this weird metaphorical
0: thing in my head i guess oh i i really can vibe with that completely i mean i grew up playing sims i'm a big video game nerd if you can tell from you know, <laughs> nice the shirt even now i guess today but damn that music video i mean i just i really loved it because that song is just a it is a contrast to maybe some of the others in yeah. the, the efforts, and i i also um, for YouTube, uh, the comments on there are pretty kind, you know what I mean, for, for that video, you know, for it being YouTube. So I definitely recommend totally. anybody go and check out all these. But Recluse in the Making is really sweet. And um, the the comments, again, just a lot of people seem to be like going through nostalgia and stuff looking at it.
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: So transitioning gears here a little bit. Um, and again, everybody, uh, the new album, Bless My Psyche, just dropped September 10 via Hopeless. Uh, you're going to be special guests on this upcoming tour with hot mulligan with other special guests prince daddy and the hyena and super american i think they're releasing they are releasing singles i think they have new music like a full collection coming soon
1: i think so too yeah
0: uh, i'm really excited about that um so this tour with hot mulligan is going to be november 11th it's going all the way to december the 18th and i i think this tour like i i think it in, in, like is supposed to be supporting hot mulligan's like last two releases that just yeah they could never go and tour on and there's been a lot of hype about this most of the cities are sold out probably because everybody still had all the tickets yeah Um, there's even though so there's either sold out cities or low ticket warnings or venue upgrades so just there's like a mass amount of excitement behind this totally Uh, talk, (laughs) talk to me about how you're feeling about to go out on this amazing run of shows
1: uh we're super excited um we haven't been out in since like the start of the pandemic like i said we had to go home like two days into our last tour um and i love hot Ball. again they're one of my favorite bands right now so uh i'm super excited just to watch them every night um a little concerned about like pandemic stuff but um we're gonna like you know have the self-test and stuff and stay safe um but yeah we're stoked we have it, it, kind of feels surreal
0: at the moment so i think it's it's good it it does feel weird to an extent at least for me like sometimes to get excited about shows but then you have to be like you have to get excited do the right things follow the right um you know the the right precautions to be safe and to, to build up this community so that we can all keep living um and 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 making the music that bands like sincere engineers doing um how are you preparing, though, for something like this? I mean, in terms of even, like, band practice, I, I don't know if that has even started yet. Like, what does a band do to prepare for something like this?
1: Um, we have been practicing. We didn't, like, throughout the whole pandemic. So uh, even for this, like, release show, we started, like, in this, like, June of this year. So it was kind of weird. We had to, like... Because, like I said, we we all recorded separately, so we had not played the songs together up until, like, June, like, for this record. Um, so it's uh that's part of it um we're just kind of getting all our ducks in a row like you know like getting merged together renting a van um but yeah i don't know we're just taking it day by day i guess
0: (laughs) and have you kind of uh when it comes to like a set list for you is that a fluid thing has that already been kind of determined in your mind like how do you approach that pending obviously your length of time playing
1: yeah um honestly i let my bandmates take care of that because i uh we do it kind of by capos I, we use a lot of capos so <laughs> we group them together like that but um you know we're like trying to do like the singles from this new record and then uh some old old singles as well probably for this t- upcoming tour but it usually just depends on how much time we get what where we are what um you know what we think the fans will like sort of deal.
0: Have you been on a run that that would span a longer period of time than like this November 11 through 18?
1: No, this will be the longest one. We did uh, Bayside in 2019. That was 26 days. This one's like 36 or something. So wow.
0: Okay. So um, I, I, even like a weekender is a grind. I, a lot of people don't, I think, get just how much of a toll touring can oh, really take on on yeah, people.
1: I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mention that at first. It is very (laughs) exhausting and it's hard to be away from home. There are definitely downsides.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's not a ton of glamour in it. And I learned that pretty quickly from talking to a lot of bands. And I've never really gotten on a big, healthy tour myself as an artist. But I've definitely learned that it's not as glamorous as maybe I once thought. What are some things maybe that you do to help lessen some of that, like, you know, loneliness of being away from home or just being Mm -hmm. in a different town like is there anything that you do to just kind of keep zen throughout this process
1: yeah i collectively we play um nintendo switch at like hotel rooms that kind of makes us feel like we're just hanging out at home yeah um and then like facetiming my boyfriend and my parents of course um and yeah it's really like the the hanging out with my bandmates just as friends because we're like you know yeah uh that makes it feel like we're just like on a little trip, but then it's like, oh, we have to carry shit and, and do work for a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: what what Nintendo Switch games are you playing right now? Anything that that's on your radar?
1: Um, oh, they're like old, like uh, Mario Kart and uh, Mario Party. There we go. And then we yeah. do—is it chopped with the cooking game? Oh, uh,
0: the overcooked game, or
1: yes, that's it. That's it. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Gets very heated. <laughs>
0: I feel like um, that could make an excellent podcast, like video podcast for the band or yeah, something totally. for TikTok. I, I think you you do some stuff on TikTok, don't you?
1: Uh, I've tried. It's Art- uh, it, it's it's kind of hard for me because I don't like like talking into the phone. <laughs> so. <sighs> TikTok um, I've is
0: trying, not though. easy. I, I'm trying it myself. And every time I talk to him, I had Vile on recently. And mm-hmm. Vile just like kicks ass at the TikTok game. And I was trying to get them to give me some tips on it. But yeah, I don't know if they, they didn't want to share. So, yeah. <laughs> but TikTok is not easy. Um, it's not. <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot of effort, for sure. It's a lot harder than uh, typing out like 140 characters in a tweet. No, no exactly. doubt about it. Uh, is there anything that you do on tour? Um, Like right before a show, like, do you do you have any kind of like rituals or I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff or is there anything like vocally you do that just like helps you get prepped for it?
1: Um, Sometimes my bassist will help me like uh, with like vocal. What do you call it? Like warm ups, um, because I don't know how to do them myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we uh, we we do this thing where we like listen to Shania Twain and like sing along (laughs) and like kind of get hyped up like right before we go out. Um, and then I got to do a lot of pacing and like freaking out cause I get nervous every single time. So
0: every single time I, I, yeah. I totally can relate to that every podcast episode. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I think it shows that you still love what you're doing a little bit
1: for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I always tell myself it just means that I want it to be good and I don't want to mess up. So
0: absolutely you know. totally can relate to that. Uh, does Sincere Engineer have anything else going on that our listeners should know about anything in support of the new record? I know about the Hot Mulligan Tour. Is there any strings of shows in between now and then?
1: Um, there is not at the moment. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, like the record's been like such a like the main focus at the moment. So I'm just going to say check that out. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely just work i'm trying to work on the next one so that it's not a four-year gap between this one (laughs) and the next one stuff like that
0: (laughs) and i you know it's about a month and a half or so until this hot mulligan tour hits so there's a lot of things to do from now until then and and definitely ride this wave of uh the new album for sure the 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 last question i really want to get to you uh deanna is there's just been a lot of amazing music that's dropped recent, recently this year. I'm just curious if there's anything that you've been listening to that's been on repeat or anything that's, you know, just something that you've been interested in lately.
1: Yeah, um, I just got into the Turnstile, the new record that oh, just came out. Yeah. Um, I did not know them up until, like, a week ago, but I really love that. Yep. Um, and then I've been on, like, a Fleetwood Mac kick, so that's not, like, anything new, but um, <laughs> I, I I grew up on, like, a lot of, like, old dad rock sort of so I definitely fall back on that when
0: I uh I read an interview um in my in-depth research before I I have bands (laughs) on or anything uh where somebody asked you a question about like your love for dad rock and I think you mentioned like the eagles or something totally Uh, is 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 there any like new age dad rock that exists I mean uh I feel like there's kind of like an aesthetic for it but is there music that's being created under that moniker
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if there is. I'd love to hear it. I'm not sure. May, maybe um, Spinny one. thoughts
0: is the vessel to help get Deanna uh, into any new age, new wave dad rock. So if anybody knows, let us know on social media at spin thoughts. Uh, Deanna, I really appreciate you giving me the time. I know that it's a crazy weekend with the release and everything. Before I let you go, is there anything else that you'd like to add, say, or anything that you want to correct that I could have fucked up along the way?
1: Uh, no, I think we're good. Uh, check out the record if you if you want <laughs> Um, And thank you for having me. This is fun.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Deanna. And everybody go check out Bless My Psyche. Once again, I want to thank Deanna from Sincere Engineer for being my special guest here in episode 221 of Spinning Thoughts. Make sure you go and check out the new album, Bless My Psyche. It just dropped on September the 10th via Hopeless Records. And while you're at it, you can go ahead and follow us on all the social media at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. And we have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. If you like this video, give it a like. If you're new here, make sure you're subscribed with all the notifications. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Until then, make sure you share music, spread love.